Hello and welcome to Chat with Chandy. My name's Chandy and this podcast series is all about people. Each episode will be a different person sharing their story and how they're trying to change the world and make it a better place for everyone. I'm doing this because I feel like there are so many people with stories unheard and I want to help showcase them. So please stick around for this episode. I hope you'll enjoy it and have a great day. In today's episode, I'll be discussing mental health with my guest. If you don't feel like this is the right time to, for you to listen to this episode, please go and check out the other ones that are available on Spotify, like my chat with Joe on choosing happiness, or my chat with Sophie on how she set up a business. Hi, so today I'm with Harry, a mental health campaigner from the UK. Uh, Harry, do you want to tell us a bit about yourself and what you do? Yeah, of course. Thank you for having me. Um, so yeah, my name is Harry Corin. I'm the mental health um, project manager at Kind Snacks and also a mental health campaign and public speaker, I guess, outside of that. Um, yeah, kind of try and get involved with as much mental health related um, topics as I can, trying to promote, I guess, you know, reflecting on, on aspects of my story, which I'm sure we'll get into shortly, um, and trying to just yeah share some of the learnings from myself growing up and some of the things that maybe I wished I had exposure to um, as, a, as a child and into a young adult. Um, so yeah, great to be here. And is there anything that you're up to at the moment that you're really like, that's taken up? I know that with lockdown and stuff, everyone's got so much time, but not enough time. What are you working on at the moment to try and promote what you, what you, what you believe in? Yeah, definitely. So we've, I'm very lucky to have um, in, in my day job to work for a company called Kind Snacks, a healthy snacking uh, brand. And I guess if we, if we go back to March or April last year, as a company, we were, you know, I guess, you know, thrown into a, um, an, a, an awkward situation like many brands were. Um, we were for a food brand. A lot of our products were eaten and consumed on the move. Um, and a lot of our marketing efforts were about reaching people through our products. And obviously we couldn't do that um, when COVID hit. So I remember thinking to myself that there has to be something here to help other people. And there must be something through the brand to really you know, help people at a time of need. And you might recall that the Mental Health Foundation selected kindness as the theme for Mental Health Awareness Week back in May, um, 2020. And they started to talk about kindness and mental health. And for me, it was a moment where a lot of the work and campaigning that I had been doing, I guess, kind of come, came together because it was the brand through kind and the mental health um, work as well. Mm. And I started to read as to why they selected the theme. And it, for me, it was really enlightening moments. So I started to put together um, a, a bit of a talk, I guess, around those two themes. And then it, at, at kind, we started talking to our retailer partners. So the likes of Tesco and Sainsbury's and their employee bases about this idea of um, the, the power that kindness can have when it comes to our mental health. So I guess that reciprocal benefit of when you carry out a kind act, it can make you feel really good, but also the person receiving the kind act can actually, you know, feel a sense of warmth and, you know, that someone's there for them. And I think as a, if you go to that next level as well, people have started to replicate acts of kindness when they've witnessed them during the coronavirus. So I mean, the Captain Tom Moore example is like a, is a great one. You know, what started as a really small act to himself and to raise a bit of money for charity somehow escalated to this, unbelievable act that people wanted to replicate people wanted to support and you know what a fantastic legacy and i think he really embodied what we're trying to show through the power of kindness and um, so yeah we're doing a lot of work uh, we've partnered with calm the campaign against the big misery to 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 showcase the power of kindness and mental health 
And also obviously Calm is leading a movement against suicide. So we're looking to raise money throughout the year to support support Calm. So yeah, it's, 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 there are some great things that I think we've done as a brand and um, yeah, big year ahead. And what was the, the motivation to start campaigning and to start changing the stigma around mental health for you? Yeah, to, to be honest, mental health, like didn't just didn't think about it at all. Like, I've always been quite you know keen on my physical health, exercise, football, and things like that. Mm. Um, but sadly, when I was twelve years old, I lost my father to suicide, and I I think really since that moment and for a decade on, I just hid it from everyone. Didn't really know how to expose it at all. Didn't didn't really want to because I, I felt like quite a heavy shame and burden associated to suicide. Um, you know, growing up in Cornwall, I didn't really have a huge amount of connection with anyone who had been through something similar and I felt quite like an association between Harry and suicide suicide and Harry and I just couldn't get away from it so I guess like for my whole life I decided to just hide this from everyone and just basically created like a fake version of me that I could live comfortably and just never have to worry about the things that you know some big big shocking things that happened um but I guess there's only so much you can do that and um I was in in my job before kind I was um working in another role and I remember just feeling unbelievably down and frustrated and I just couldn't feel energy or happiness around anything anymore. Um, it was a really dark place and I remember just thinking I have to just pack up and try something new, go somewhere else. I didn't know how to deal with how I was feeling. And that's when I came across Kind. And it was a moment where like all the stars aligned because I was working in Waterloo and I remember commuting into Waterloo, that busy, horrid place, and then getting out the other side of the the train station walking to the, to the office and it was in March 2018 and I went up to the top floor of that office block and out the side of the window in this panoramic window if you can imagine it you know kind of almost encapsulated at the top of the building mm. I could see that there were figures on top of the ITV Tower studio they looked like real people standing on top of the roof and it was a moment that just completely struck me my heart started to pound chest tightened and couldn't work out what it was Put my glasses on, searched it quickly on my phone. People on top of ITV Tower Studios. I knew that was the the building and opposite us. And it was a charity activation by Calm, the campaign against the misery. It was called Project 84. Um, 84 reflecting the number of men who take their own lives every single week in the UK. And that was a moment that hit me. That was a moment where I realised that something had to be done about this. Just like the simple calculation of 84 people. How many of those have our fathers, brothers? uncles best friends and i realized that all of the time when i was thinking this was myself and nobody else was experiencing anything close to this just hit me that actually this is a big problem and i shouldn't have shame by, of keeping it in i shouldn't feel shame about the association um so that was the moment really it was um yeah i kind of fell a bit on my fell onto my purpose I, I was a bit stumbling through my life i guess at that point and then realized that actually there's a huge amount of positive impact that can come from a pretty awful situation i guess um and so yeah that was the main that was the main instigator but also i think i was lucky enough to work for that for a company that i talk about a lot the people that were working at the company that still are now they were a big part of the of, of having my back and you know you know supporting me through that journey initially um it wasn't like a case of i didn't talk about it and suddenly i started talking about it loads it was a slow process um so yeah there was a combination of factors happening at the same time i'd say but yeah definitely have been it's been a you know a great journey and one that i look back on how i used to used to think about mental health and suicide and 
yeah, it's changed so much for the better. So I guess hope other people can have that same that same process that they don't have to experience sort of emotions like that alone, I guess. Yeah, well, thank you for opening up about that. I know that um, I've heard that story before from you at an event that we both attended and it's quite, it's quite eye-opening to hear it again. So thank you for sharing that. And I guess it kind of wants me, I want to know what advice would you give to someone who is maybe struggling with their own mental health right now what would you say to them if they opened up to you yeah definitely and it's, it's if it's a case of something you know that's inside of you and you really want to just let it out it's really daunting i think because it mm. depends what environment you're doing it in like a lot of people probably have already got assumptions about you that you're strong or that you you know you don't have anything going on that you need to worry about so actually it can you almost need to not think about how it's going to be perceived and just really just be honest you know if you want to expose a moment element of yourself to someone and be vulnerable then you know it, it's difficult to find the right time right like I, I thought about it for for a long time like should I open up in the workplace should I open up to to family members and friends my girlfriend there was loads of things going around in my head but one day I just remember just saying it to people I started to not make a lie up about my dad and I just told someone when they asked me and I really felt weird like it felt didn't feel right but then after I realized that I'd exposed something and it's automatically gained a stronger relationship with that person, a relationship that I hadn't really been able to build because normally I'll just hide it. So that just kept on going then. So I just kept on exposing a bit more. My mental health improved as a result. I wasn't having to lie every single day or, you know, when I was meeting people. Um, and then I guess through that journey of realization, you know, I was, I was unable to say, actually, I, I can go to therapy. I can go and try therapy because I felt okay about that now. Didn't see it as a sign of weakness. Um, so I guess it's just about real small steps, like no pressure. Like if one day you feel like you can be open and talk about it and other days you can't, then that's fine. But just knowing that there's always someone to speak to, whether that's a professional service, a friend, family member, someone completely outside of those bubbles, um, I think it's about small steps. And in the, in the campaigning that you've done with with your workplace and stuff, I guess it, it's not it's not been an easy journey. Has there been any resistance that you faced, and how have you overcome that challenge? Yeah, I think you know it is it can be difficult at times. Like I'm lucky to like I say working with a group of people who are open minded, supportive, um, you know, want to be able to help communities, and we want to through our purpose at kind to give back and. That is, we feel a way that we can do that. We feel like it's authentic to us. Um, believe in the power of kindness, but of course, there's going to be there's going to be tensions in in within these sorts of topics. I think it would be weird if there weren't. Um, and I think it's just about making sure that the motive as to why these conversations are happening is right. Like you have to be able to live it internally first before you start shouting about something externally. So we've done a lot of work with Mental Health First Aid England to to train people with mental health first aid you know we have started to look at how we can create flexible workplaces so we have a friday no meeting policy just because we know that people are working more hours at home so actually we need to give that space to for people to to, to manage their own well-being and energy so you know if, if we were talking about this externally but not doing internal initiatives i think there'd be a problem there um so yeah there's always finding that balance and as again you know we're a fast-growing business so there's going to be natural pressures at times of the year to hit you know financial numbers and things like that so there's always that balance but i think we do an okay job at it um, but like everyone we can always do better and over the last couple of weeks on social media i've seen 
you're posting about events that you're doing with work with your workplace and stuff what's what's happening with that and what's next i guess yeah definitely so we've um our campaign messaging uh, is exercise kindness so we believe that people are pretty good when it comes to managing their physical health but we want to replicate that same terminology when we when it comes to 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 mental health so the idea of small acts that we can do to support our mental health and also those around us so you know like we are a health brand we work a lot in the, the sporting space so we, we we partnered with Reebok uh, not too long ago and Joel Domit was there to, to support our work so we had this exercise session um and then we moved on to a panel conversation so it was always like physical health mental health placed side by side and an opportunity to do both as a community online it was really great and it was a ticketed event that all of the money went directly to calm's work which again like we used it we did we, we activated on blue monday which again is you know can be talking about you know confrontational you know aspects of, of 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 talking about mental health is that you know that is a day where some people can see it as brands using it as an opportunity to talk about mental health and not do anything about it you know that we have committed to work with calm for a long period of time we're looking to partner with charities across the world when it comes to mental health and i think if brands can use it to really make a difference like actionable and you know supporting a, a partner then then great so we've you know we've done some great work there and you know we've got some more events coming up soon as well so that sounds amazing well thank you for for chatting with me today um and If you feel like you need to talk to someone about your mental health, please reach out to your GP. There's also charities like the Samaritans who you can call for free on 116-123. I'm going to put some more links below in the comment section where you can get support and who you can reach out to if you're struggling. Remember, you don't have to do this alone. Thanks for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Chatting with Chandy. If you have and you want more information, head over to chandy.org.uk for all the latest.